Before I even start, today's subject is crazy hectic, so let us pray. Okay, let's just pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, I just bring my tongue, Father, I bring the people that you have sent, Lord, that are going to hear this message wherever they are, far and wide across the world. I ask you, Lord, that you send a spirit of revelation, wisdom, Father, spirit of wisdom and understanding as it comes out forth, Lord, that you open their eyes, Lord, as you said that you will, Lord, that you'll remove the scales of our hearts, um, our eyes and ears, Lord. Give us new hearts, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, as you remove the scales, Lord, I'm thanking you, Lord, for a new heart, for a new heart, Father. Lord, may as we hear this, Lord, as people are hearing it and are touched by your Holy Spirit, I don't, doesn't matter what time, um, whether they hear it now or years later, but I pray for them, Holy Spirit. I'm praying that you touch them and you reach out. The mighty name, which is Christ our Lord, I pray. Amen. Hi, guys. So today... We are talking about ancestral worship and um, Christianity, what it means, how it looks like, and what happened. So I I did say before that we, we're going to speak about this, and we have to. And it's going to be a series. So we'll start with this one, and then most probably will be another one. Um, obviously, I can't make them too long because I share them in different platforms, and then there's still the editing process. Yay, it's me. Uh, so what I actually wanted to speak about, I'm going to share script first. It's in Isaiah 8, verse 19, all the way to 20. Um, when they say to you, inquire of the mediums and the spiritists. This is actually a different version. Let me find uh NKG version I generally like that one um yeah I can really continue reading it's fine actually uh so this is the CSB uh version so it's written inquire of the mediums when they say to you inquire of the mediums and the spiritists who chirp who, ch who chirp and mutter shouldn't a people inquire of their god should they inquire of the dead on behalf of the living? Go to God's instruction and testimony. If they do not speak according to this word, there will be there will be no dawn for them. Again, I want to break this word down. It's amazing. It says, when they say to you, inquire, right? And as people that definitely have ancestral worship in Africa, in Asia, in many places, going and including Europe, because medium and spiritists also, they have their, we don't call the mediums and spiritists, we call them according to our local languages in Africa. So I know in South Africa, in South Africa, we will call them Sangomas or in, depending on the language or Amagreja, if you're cousin. And they say, uh, inquire of the medium and the spiritists who chirp and mutter. Shouldn't a, a, a people inquire of their God? So it, 
And that's exactly the divide. We stuck with this divide, this split. So first, I just want to give us uh, a background of what ancestral worship is. Ancestral worship, as you know, is the worship of um, of people that have gone before us, our ancestors, our our great-great-grandfathers or great-great-grandmothers, people that have died. And a lot of it is the belief that they stand in the gap for us and they 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 seek and they pray and they beseech and they bless. So there's that's what we end up worshiping them. And it, and that's how actually a lot of times we um end up finding ourselves worshiping fallen angels. But I, I will get into that. Um and how this now affects us um as um I'm going to talk about Africa mostly because I am African. And I am in Africa, and I do have family and and people like across Africa that worship. So we struggle with this. The youth, it doesn't matter how old or young, we do struggle because we don't understand what this means. So the people have gone, and you will have that people will believe in Jesus Christ, but we believe that our callings are with the ancestors. That means the calling to prophesy, the calling to heal, Right, uh, and especially the calling as well to be a seer. If you've if you've got a calling to be a seer, it always feels like the ancestors are the ones that are calling you because you can see uh, things in the spiritual realm. Um, so there's many callings, but I want to tell you that all callings come from God. Every single calling. Um, I've got a. Uh, there's many scriptures uh, that talk about calling. I mean, in Ephesians four verse four, it is written. There is one body and one spirit, just as you were called in one hope of your calling. That is in Ephesians 4.4. 4. And then um, 1 Peter 1, verse 15 to 16, it's written that uh, be as he who called you is holy. You also be holy in your conduct because it is written, be holy for I am holy. So be as one who called you. The one that calls you is our giftings and our purposes. All of those things are coming from Jesus Christ, our high priest, and he is the one that calls us. What happens is when we go into ancestral worship is they can see that what it's done, what ancestral worship does, it co-ops those gifts and those callings and they use it for, for evil. So firstly, ancestral worship is not unique just to Africa. Like I said, we see it in Asia. Uh, you see it in South America. You see it in Europe as well, depending what they call, because in Europe, they will, um, they will talk about like, you know, uh, Greek mythology uh, with the Romans as well. They had their own type of mythology. Whatever you call that spirit, you may call it your great-grandfather that you've never met. Maybe they'll call it, uh, 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 what's called Aries, you know, that's the, that's, 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 that's the god of Aries or whatever. Um, they will have specific names, but whatever you call it, it's still remaining a spirit. It's still a spirit that is not, um, you, it's disembodied. It doesn't have a body, although they appear like they've got a body, but they're not bodied. It's a, it's a spirit spirit. So I want to say firstly that whether you're calling it your family member or you, you've made it into a mythical creature um, that you want to worship, I want to tell you that 
as for like for those that believe it's family it's it, it's not family because the lord is it's written that every breath belongs to god and it comes from god so once a person has passed on they've died they they are judged okay guys and then that spirit is is then sent to the place where the lord says that according to your deeds and what you have done on the earth, this is where you are going. They don't come back to the earth. So whether if you dream, like I know, especially dreamers in Africa, when you dream um, of your grandmother telling you to do something, your your grandmother or your mother, and, um, and, and I know sometimes a lot of people find great comfort. You've got to test that, right? If your grandmother is saying, you've got to go take flowers, and go worship me at the grave you've left it lonely that's not your grandmother right that's the spirit that wants you to go do a ritual a form of praise right a form of worship you lay something down there so that you feel like then maybe you will be blessed because your grandmother can bless you see grandma i did this and this is what i want to get in exchange for it Ancestral worship does this to us. It confuses and a lot of people because now we come to Christ and we find that, um, especially in Africa, we feel like there's no room in Christ for the callings that have come through uh, covenants with these spirits. So if you've been called to be a prophet, like I said, a seer, you, you've got these callings. There's a lot. There's a there's a rich faith in Africa. And it, it, it is so rich, guys, like um, it depending on the covenant, there's things that we've seen and we believe and we'll sit there and be like, okay, these people are really powerful. They're more powerful than, you know, if I go to church or whatever, which doesn't make sense. You know, I don't understand if I go to church, but then I'm still being called. I'm still dreaming. I'm still uh, having visitations. And then how is this still, um, how is Christ still stronger than these things? How is this still stronger than the, the principalities in my village? I want to tell you that he is strong. He is stronger than that. When, when we believe, we don't come, especially as African people, we don't come to the Lord and say, Lord, I ask you to forgive me and my family. We have done these covenants. We don't do that. Instead, we sit there and we kind of like, okay, now that I'm in Christ, my problem should go away. And truth to be told, you are saved, but there's still things that the Lord has to deal with in your life and things that have happened, maybe even things that are following you. So there's a closing of doors, right, that needs to happen. And literally, that's it, closing of doors. These things cannot come to access you anymore. So again, someone will say that, but then if I'm, I'm, I'm praying in the name of Jesus, I'm pleading the blood, shouldn't that be enough? It's not to say that it's not enough. It is just that these legal rights that Satan has on you and over you and your family, they need to be denounced and renounced in the name of Jesus. So if my grandmother, because, you know, guys, like I've, I've got, I've had family as well that have done these covenants, um, be it with water spirits or those that are in the forest, uh, we've had family that have done that. And by the time like I come along or my mom comes along, she's like, oh, okay, I'm praying, but I don't understand why it's following my child. I don't know. Because Christ is personal. Jesus Christ is a relationship. It's a personal choice. If I don't choose Jesus as a, my personal Lord and Savior, then I'm open to the covenants that had happened at least three generations ago. 
right? Because now Satan is saying like, okay, but like one way or the other, you're going to have to make a choice, which one? And most of the time, if we're not choosing Christ, we will choose our flesh, whatever feels right, whatever feels nicer, whatever is tempting, whatever is drawing me uh, to where I feel comfortable, you will choose that. And Satan can do that. He will give you, he will tempt you like he tempted Jesus. So I'll give you the bread. I'll give you the kingdoms right? Whatever to your comfort you want, I will give you. And the next thing you know, you're doing rituals just as your great-great-great-grandfather had done as well, a great-great-grandmother, whoever it was that had made covenants with uh, these, uh, these spirits. So what we are finding in Africa is that more and more, we are, are getting scared to discuss the fact that um, we are not worshiping people, Ancestral worship is not people. Those people are long gone. You're worshiping spirits. So now if I can bring it to a place of understanding that it's a spiritual thing, because that's what I'm trying to get us all. Look, guys, if if your grandmother, your flesh, the flesh is gone, right? But then you are able to do ritual for that spirit or something to come and speak through you so that you can go under the waters and wash with the waters and go to the forest and make an altar there, right? For this thing to do. If Some people will use it for cursing. Some people think they are blessing. They are not blessing. You're bringing a curse upon your family. Some people want to be blessed. So they will go to the waters. They will go to these places to be washed, to be uh, by the, the priest or the medium or the sangoma that's there, you will sit there and be like, okay, I want to be washed. I want to have these blessings upon my life. And the truth of the matter is, is that it is a spiritual thing. You are not in the kingdom of light by going to that spirit. That spirit operates totally in the kingdom of darkness. It steals, it kills, and it destroys you. Basically, that's what I, I want to share. Uh, bottom line, if you don't anything i want the lord to bring you into that understanding to also open your eyes to that as well that listen these things are actually killing me they are killing my family they're taking away from my family every time i dream i wake up with fear i wake up anxious i'm vomiting i'm scared i'm sweating so what i'm saying is there is deliverance for us in this it doesn't matter what language or what culture you are in it's the same spirit the word of the lord says that the house of satan is not divided it isn't so when you are going to a, um, a spiritualist you're going to a sangoma to cast off um demons you cast off uh infirmity in your family or because somebody doesn't want the calling of an ancestor now your money is being taken is being stolen you're struggling with accidents because you know they'll they do accidents there'll be infirmity some people even will go blind or they won't be able to speak and then they'll be like okay we want a blood ritual you know you've got to cut your pinky whatever finger they tell you to cut they ask you to you know uh, scratch your face they ask you to do all these things sorry guys there's something in my eye they ask you to do these things um uh, but it doesn't make it better i'm still in poverty um i'm still struggling with um uh these things that are these demons this evil the spirit that's coming um and that's just sitting on me it's weighing on me. Guys, then there is deliverance. The name is Jesus and we can come to him and confess like, Lord, I know for sure my grandmother is still practicing. Lord, I know this person is still practicing. My sister just went, my aunt just went. I'm not saying this is uh, for me, but I'm saying in Africa, it's a real thing. It's not like, oh, as uh, far, it's a cultural thing for us right? Where we end up mixing because we think Jesus is not strong. Therefore, the only person that's going to understand my calling 
are these ancestors. No, I'm coming to tell you that the calling itself doesn't come from the ancestors. They haven't called you. You have a calling from Jesus. You've got a gift from Jesus. What they want to do is to corrupt that. They want to use you for the kingdom of darkness. So they can see these things in the spirits, these disembodied guys. They can see it. You know, they can see, okay, this person can, um, that, that one looks like they're, they, they're called to, uh, to have wealth. Then I will say that um, the spirit will come as whatever grandmother or grandfather come to you and say that, you know, you are called to wealth. I'm giving you a prophecy of wealth. If you want to be wealthy and if you want your business or whatever it is that you, or how your wealth is going to the vehicle, wealth is going to come through whatever that is that will they say that for that to be done you need to go to this spiritualist to pray and to give you uh but we be here but uh or beads they'll give you stuff uh or goat skin whatever uh something that will give you to pray or uh to speak over you to create an altar yet those things all those things that are happening are, are not from god all of those things are not from God. If God has given you, he's given, he says, freely I have given you, freely you should give, right? So um, you have been given freely from God, but then they coming in with um, these now, these, these lists of what must happen to the extent where even a child sometimes or a family member must be sacrificed. So I'm bringing this into awareness because it's happening more and more and more and we need as the body of Christ and those, especially if you are Christian, but you're still doing ancestral worship, you feel like mixing is helping you. It's not helping you. It's not making things better in your life. In fact, it's making it worse. So the Lord says that he, you cannot have two masters. You will love the one and then you will hate the other. You cannot. You can't have uh, an ancestral worship spirit as, as a master and Jesus as a master. You got, you'll, you'll favor the one more. So the Lord is asking us today to bring these things forth, to bring these callings forth, to say that them calling you and our giftings, if they've been tainted by these spirits, right? Then we bring this to the feet of Jesus to say, God, I do see things in the spirit. I have this gift. I have this gift and I have this gift. If you've been initiated, into um, ancestral worship and he, and it is an initiation as well right because they will initiate you they will want your names they'll take you to the waters from there you are then have to you are called to be what form of spirit whatever form of isangoma or spiritualist whatever form of medium you may be the one uh, you know you take in the spirit and you speak one of bones and it's interesting because bones is not just in africa that they use in south some parts of south america there's cultures as well that have ancestors they have spiritualists they've got sangomas that work with bones um it is not unique to us not it's not a cultural thing i am breaking this 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 almost pride as if it's it's our thing it isn't how we differ from other cultures is the degree of the covenant how far one is willing to go, how far the family has, or that person that has sacrificed was willing to go in, 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 in the levels of uh, demonology. So for instance, uh, some people will say, okay, I, I want luck, I want blessings. I'm only willing to go as far as going to the rivers and getting washed. 
You know, I don't want to go in the waters, but some people can go in the waters. And it's so funny because as I'm saying this, I realize that um, this is an international platform. And as I'm saying this, like maybe some people don't understand. In Africa, they'll understand. So what happens in Africa, there's different covenants. You know how you guys will talk about vampire covenants, so you'll have werewolf covenants, whatever, uh, shape-shifting covenants. We have covenants here as well um, with these disembodied uh, spirits. They don't have bodies, but they will change. They will flip and they'll come in as something that is familiar to you. They will come as a father. They will come, but it's the same. It's a demonic spirit. That's what, and we will then want to say, okay, it's an ancestral worship. It's an ancestral spirit. It isn't. It is not anybody from your generation line. You have somebody that is coming from your generation line that has died and passed on. They've died and passed on. They are where God has judged them and placed them to be. So uh, when you go under the waters, the spirit, the, the covenants of going under the waters, it is actually the spirit of Leviathan that's staying there as the Bible, of, as the word and as the Bible tells us. It is Leviathan and Jezebel who sits on the waters. So people actually in Africa can go under the waters there for days, for months. It's it's a thing. And um, I'm not saying that I'm enticing people to go. You can not, you know, to go see, but people are actually doing that. You also have a different covenant where it's in the forest, where, you know, some people then, they usually find their uh, different types of shapeshifters and, uh, you know, uh, lots of shapeshifters. I find that they're mostly shapeshifters that go that side, but they've also got other things. So in the West, I find that that is the, their main worship is mostly in the forest. Like for instance, what you guys talk about with um, with the fairies and things like that, those uh, mythology things that you guys have, that is also demonic. The house of Satan is not uh, divided. That is also demonic. People talking about mother nature and sitting on nature and things like that. So these things are are happening to us, and there it is. You can see it. Um, as 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 in, in displayed in different ways throughout different cultures and nations. So whether you are using fairies, whether you are using Zeus and God of Aries, whatever you've named them, or you're calling ancestors, you are worshiping a disembodied, but it is not human. It's not a human person. The person's already died. So I want to bring us all on that same level to understand that it's the exact same thing, whichever way ritual you're going to worship, whichever covenant you're going to make, it's the exact same thing. And the Lord wants to deal with it in the name of Jesus. So guys, hold on.